Welcome back to the Suresh podcast. In the previous episode, we heard the discussion between Guru Arjan and the Emperor Jahangir, and how, following that discussion, Chandu then convinced Jahangir to let him imprison Guru Arjan under the pretenses that, under Chandu's control, he'll be able to get the two hundred thousand dollar tax that was levied on Guru Arjan. So as Guru Arjan was leaving the court, Chandu then had his men capture Guru Arjan and the five six. They were brought to Chandu's house, uh, the five six being Bidichan, Jetha, Langaha, Pirana, and Pada. They were tied up and they were bound at the gate of Chandu's property. And Guru Arjan was imprisoned inside Chandu's house. So chapter thirty-four now begins, describing how the night passed. Guru Arjan and the six were tied up and they were not allowed to sleep. In the morning, Jahangir and his army were preparing to set off for Delhi. Chandu woke up in the morning and he went to go see the emperor and the top ministers. He asked for leave from his job for four days. He said that he had some work to do in Lahore. He was finishing uh, this up, and then after that, he would come to uh, Delhi uh, to meet with the emperor again. And in these four days, he was thinking in his head, he was thinking that he would torture Guru Arjan, get the money, and then bring it to Jahangir in Delhi. Uh, he didn't say that to Jahangir. What he said to Jahangir was that you know there's administrative work he had to complete, accounts to finalize, in regard to the crops, you know, calculating revenue, etc. Jahangir was like whatever, nodded at this. He didn't think about the guru after this, anyways. He was too busy with his duties, and he was just engrossed in worldly pleasure, uh, and he was prepping to head off to Delhi. So. He wasn't really in the know of what was going on with the Guru's been even before this. No one really brought the Guru's mission up to him at all. The only thing he really heard were the bad things coming from Chandu. The elite amongst the Turks in the emperor, empire were also just engrossed in vice and didn't care for such things. Chandu at that point went to go meet with these elites, the high-ranking officials. Uh, he would bribe some of them, telling them not to speak about Guru Arjan, and if anyone brought up Guru Arjan's imprisonment, to dismiss it and void the, the subject. He persuaded many of these people with bribes, and others he just persuaded by, you know, his convincing words. And so he had essentially created like this iron wall, so that no info or news would reach the emperor during these next few days, where he was going to torture Guru Arjan. So Chandu got really pumped up about this, thinking how. Now he's in control. Everyone important in the emperor's inner circle um, was on his side. So he went back to his home. He sat in front of Guru Arjan, and Chandu then was just beaming with anger, looking at Guru Arjan. He, he said to him, "So you denied the wedding request between my daughter and your son. Why did you not agree to this after my request? I sent this request twice to you, and no response." I was so anxious about this that I got no response, and when I did get a response, what did I hear? I heard that you called me a dog. But then, but even then, don't worry, you can still make things right if you agree to this marriage between my daughter and your son Hargobind. Otherwise, just like you've called me a dog, I'll constantly follow you around, giving you grief. Be be sure of that. But now tell me, give me a response. Or should I try other means to get you to agree? Should I get the wedding preparations ready, or should I get prepared to kill you? Fearlessly, Guru Arjan responded, "Why do you want 
so badly to give your daughter in marriage to my son. You're from a very high caste of Khatris, and we are from a very low family. It only makes sense to match in status, you know, and have the low with the low and the high with the high. Everyone knows this in the world, that you match people where there's a fit. So I'll say it now, as I've said before, that this marriage won't work. But I did not say you were a dog. But even if I didn't then, I will say it now. It was the Sikh congregation in Delhi who said you were a dog. But if they said it, well then, I said it. Because there is no difference between me and the Sikh congregation. Listening to this, Jandu was infuriated. His eyes went red. And immediately he called over his guards. Don't let him eat. Don't let him drink anything. And don't let him sleep. When he's extremely thirsty, we'll give him water. Only if he gives us 100,000 rupees. And if he wants anything to eat, well then, we'll charge him another 100,000 rupees. And if he wants to sleep, well then, we'll charge him another 100,000 after that too. He's so arrogant, he doesn't... And if he doesn't humble himself in front of us, then we'll make him die right here. Listen, Guru Arjan, have firm faith in this. Either you agree to this marriage, or you'll die right here. Listening to this, Guru Arjan then responded, I'm not going to eat, drink, anything from your house, let alone sleep here. I'll sit here, and you do whatever you want. At that point, Chandu said more harsh words to Guru Arjan, and told his guards to be attentive and alert not letting the Guru sleep, eat, or drink anything. The other five Sikhs were also bound up in chains, and they weren't allowed to talk, and they weren't allowed to come near Guru Arjan at all, either. They were forced to sit, and they weren't allowed to stand up or lay down. So the vile and evil Chandu said this, and then went inside his residence. So the day passed like this, with the Sikhs and Guru Arjan not being allowed to eat, drink anything, Mind you, this was in the peak of summertime as well, so it was extremely hot. The Sikhs in Lahore at this time were also wondering where Guru Arjan went. They knew he had come to the court of Jahangir, and, but he had not come back from that. So they were searching the city, they were thinking maybe he went to a Sikh's house. So they're going around all the Sikh families, they were seeing if, you know, if Guru Arjan was at one of their houses. They were checking the local Gurdwaras as well to making sure that Guru Arjan was not there. Some of them thought maybe he had just gone back to Amritsar without telling us. So there's great confusion of this. And then somebody told the Sikhs that they had seen Guru Arjan with some Sikhs go to Chandu's house late at night by force. So some Sikhs went there to see and they ended up seeing one of the five Sikhs uh, was reciting Gurbani inside. And when they saw that they were all bound as the Sikh was reciting Gurbani, one of the guards came over and started yelling at him, yelling at him, telling him to stop. And then when they saw this, the guards then looked at them, like the Sikhs outside the gate. And then the guards started yelling at them, saying, you know, go home, there's nothing to see here. So all the Sikhs got together then at somebody's house, and they're trying to figure out a plan what to do here. But back at the house of Jandu, Jandu came out of his residence, he went back to Guru Arjan and said to him, So you can still accept this wedding proposal. Otherwise, you'll die right here. I've been burning with anxiety, thinking about my daughter's marriage for so long. 
I'm going to make you suffer just like that. And you're still not afraid, huh? So guards, go bring a large cauldron and boil some water. Just like how I've been burning with anxiety, I'm going to make you burn too. So either accept the wedding or get ready to die. The guards went and brought a big cauldron and began lighting a fire underneath it to boil the water. As they were lighting the fire, getting it hotter and hotter, Chandu kept asking Guru Arjan if he would accept the marriage or not. Guru Arjan didn't say anything in response and was just remembering the curse that the very wise Abhramgyani Kanna said to him. Guru Arjan then replied saying, Why are you trying to frighten me? I'll tell you just like I told you before. I'm not going to accept this marriage proposal. So if you want to kill me, then just kill me. But realize that whatever pain you subject me to here, you'll suffer the same pain at the end of your life. The sins that you commit here in anger, death will grab you with that same anger and throw you into hell. Jandu replied saying, oh, you're teaching me about wisdom now after calling me a dog? Well, you're going to get the fruit for that saying that. I'm going to give you a punishment and take your life from you as well. Guru Arjan replied saying, even if I didn't say that, then Jandu, you can do what you want. Then Jandu said, to his guard, he said, throw Guru Arjan in the water. Guru Arjan heard this and he himself got up and sat in the boiling water. The five six could see what was happening from outside and they started yelling. But Anna got up at that point and tried running towards Guru Arjan, but the guards just grabbed him. They grabbed him, they hit him down with their sticks. Guru Arjan from the cauldron yelled out to the six saying not to come close. He said, I'm boiling the roots of the enemies right now. I realize that I'm going to leave my body soon, so why are you going to pain yourself by attempting to get me out? But Anna just couldn't accept this. He clasped his hands together and said, Oh Prabhuji, oh Master, I cannot bear to see you like this, seeing you in this pain. Command me, Guru Arjuna. I'll grab Lahore with one hand, I'll grab Dili with the other hand, I'll smash both of these cities together right away. Why are you bearing this pain? Just give me a sign and I'll crush these cities together. Guru Arjan heard this and said, Oh Parana, tell me, where did you get this power from even to do that? Parana said to Guru Arjan, I got these powers serving you from your grace. And what is Chandu to us? I'll destroy the entire empire. No one will even remember their name. Guru Arjan heard this and said, Well, if you got these powers from me, these powers which you in arrogance want to destroy the cities, do you not think that I also have these powers? If you do believe I have these powers, then you should just sit, watch, and not say anything. If you don't think I have these powers, then you'll lose all your powers and you'll regret all of this. I am the cause of all action. You have not understood this yet. Rana was greatly upset and then went quiet. He lowered his head and didn't say a word. Guru Arjan remained in that cauldron while the guards were making the water more and more hot. But the fire god Agni, he was afraid. He didn't want any part of this vicious act. So he changed his own nature and went cold, such that Guru Arjan didn't feel any heat in the water. Guru Arjan sat in this water for some time until the idiot Jandu then finally had the guards lift Guru Arjan out of the cauldron. Jandu went back to his room 
the idiot didn't recognize the greatness of Guru Arjan Dev Ji. This is how chapter 34 concludes. And the next chapter will cover the second day of torture that Chandu is orchestrating. So that's what we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>